Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello and welcome to episode 809 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday. More importantly, happy Marathon Monday. If you're in Boston like me, today is a big day for many different reasons. The city uh, just is awesome when it comes to marathon time. Kind of just a communal aspect, everyone getting excited, cheering on the runners. But this year in particular, the 10-year anniversary, sadly, of the marathon bombing. So uh, it takes on a whole new meaning this year. And obviously, people who lost their lives, uh, including Martin Richard. I always remember him and think of him. He's a Bruins fan. As the playoffs start tonight, uh, Martin Richard, I believe, was only nine years old when he was uh, killed tragically in the marathon bombing. So thinking of the victims uh, and, and really rooting for all the runners uh, on here today in Boston. Of course, it's a rainy day. The Red Sox are down 5-1. to one. It's a rain delay. Uh, but uh, we got a lot to get to today, guys. I do have a six-pack for you. So four bets in Major League Baseball. I got two MLB futures for you as well. I'm going to give you a data-driven play on the AL MVP. I think we might be able to get a good number here at a plus money number, kind of like Connor McDavid before hopefully becomes a big minus number, a play in the NL Rookie of the Year. And then also, as I mentioned, the uh, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs start tonight, the absolute best postseason of any sport. I do have two bets for you tonight, including a big edge in particular when it comes to the playoffs. Is it favorites, dogs? Is it overs, unders? I'll give you the edge here, but it's been really good uh, over the last few years. So excited to break it all down with you today on episode 809 of the pod. Uh, looking back toward the weekend, guys. How was everyone's weekend? I had a great weekend. Trolls kept trolling. We kept winning. 4-0 and with the Sharp Report. And as you guys know, I've trained you very well. Uh, you know that on the weekends, if I were to work seven days a week, the fiance would probably call off the wedding. Uh, but... And we got to go to, you know, Home Depot. We got to go Bed Bath & Beyond. I don't know if we'll have time. But I always tell you, hey, check out the Sharp Report. No pot on the weekends, but I'll always give you those sharp plays. I'm able to go 4-0, which was great. On my uh, on Saturday, we got Miami and Cleveland. Uh, yesterday, we got Philly and New York. Uh, so it was great to see uh, those sharp plays come through. Data-driven. 
sharp plays uh, as always. Back on Friday, four and three minus zero point seven seven units, so pretty much a wash there. Gave a you know third of a, or a, you know three quarters of a units back. Remember that was Mets. Uh, we got Cleveland, we got Miami, we got the Colorado Avalanche, but lost on the G-Men, Tampa Bay, and the T-Wolves over. And then the annoying thing, I was really pumped for UFC for Briding because I actually went out with some friends uh, in uh, in the city. And if you ever go to the Seaport, Seaport is uh, kind of the new cool hip spot to hang out. Uh, when I was younger in Boston in my early 20s, it was like Alston Brighton area or by Fenway, uh, by uh, you know obviously the Fenway Park. But now the Seaport, it's built up a lot of fun things going on. We went to a darts bar. Uh, it was called, uh, what was it, Flight Club. Not Fight Club. The first rule of Flight Club is there is no Flight Club. But we were throwing darts. We were watching UFC. Unfortunately, Billy the Kid Quarantillo couldn't come through. So 0-1 UFC. But really paced by a great 4-0 sharp report. Which, again, tough for the tough for the trolls, man. Tough for the haters. Uh, the King Troll even quote tweeted me and said, Correlative betting favorite low total? What the hell does that mean? It's totally meaningless. Then what happens? What did I mention? Fear amount of expected run scored more likely to come from quote unquote the better team. Yankees come through, they win two nothing. So again, we'll just let our we'll let our we'll let our bets do the talking here, guys. But as I mentioned, a lot to get to uh, six pack here today, including a couple uh, MLB futures to discuss before we dive into all of our sweats. Housekeeping, as always, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the Veasan newsletter. It's called Veasan.com/newsletter. Just go there, plug in your email, hit submit. Then you'll be on the list serve, and you'll wake up every single morning to fantastic sports betting coverage uh, from our team of analysts, letting you know what's going on in the betting world that day. But then, of course, at Vison in particular. So, really, the uh, NHL playoffs taking the cake. Andy McNeil, who's the sharpest guy I know when it comes to betting the NHL, he had some great breakdowns. The way he's approaching the playoffs here, he's got some series bets as well. So, full coverage for the NHL playoffs. Uh, also, we have some updated uh, NFL draft coverage. I just saw that uh, Bryce Young is now minus 450 at DraftKings, so that minus 115 coin flip with Stroud. Uh, what was that like Wednesday yesterday or Wednesday of last week, Thursday, whatever it was, looking pretty good with some great closing line value now. Uh, but anyway, links to all of our podcasts, links to all of our articles, promos for legal sports books, all available to you for free. Waking up every morning, getting your brain thinking about betting that day, and hopefully giving you an edge to make a sharp bet. Sign up for sure, Veasan.com/newsletter. Then lastly, get on Twitter. Actually, before I should say that, if you'd like to take that next step in your sports betting journey, we'd love for you to become a VEASAN Pro member. Once you become a Pro member, then you'll get everything that we offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You get all the best bets sent to your inbox multiple times throughout the day from all the guests and hosts at VEASAN. You also get a live stream of all the VEASAN shows. You can watch all your favorite shows. Uh, And then, of course, uh, you will also get those great um, DraftKings percentages, letting you know bets and dollars on every game, and you also get uh, all the articles beyond the paywall. So give it a shot. Only nine ninety nine, great offer right now. Even if you just want to get it for you know coverage for the NFL draft, which is now uh, what is it, ten days away? I think it's a week from Thursday. So uh, we'll have full draft coverage, and I have actually have an article coming out uh, with our NFL draft betting guide, some tips on how to approach betting the draft. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, and then, of course, as I mentioned, I'll jump the gun there, but uh, give us a follow on Twitter at Veasan Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore Insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, Josh at Veasan.com. But Twitter, of course, is important as a sports better because it allows you to stay plugged in to real time news and information that could affect your bets. So obviously, breaking news in terms of injuries, guys being in, guys being out, MLB lineups getting released. Is Trout in? Is you know, you know, is Otani in or out? Uh, you'll get that first on Twitter. Then you can also create a gambling community, being able to direct message other people and talk about games and kind of uh, you know get your heads together. Maybe someone who you've never met but you respect helps you win a bet. You know, a week later you help them win a bet. And again, we're not here to crush the books and destroy the books. No, contrarian betters, we like the books. The books are our friends. When they win, we win. 
And more often than not, they win. That's the whole point of being a contrarian. Against the drunk guy at the bar with the wise guys uh, in the uh, in the risk management room. Uh, but anyway, uh, looking uh, moving on here, guys, as we uh, finish up our housekeeping, let's dive into some sweats for today in Major League Baseball. So I have a four- a uh, four break, four game breakdown here, and I'll just mention to you, Marathon Mondays. Uh, it's unbelievable. When I first moved to Boston, uh, it was kind of the the biggest thing that I realized because you know I've been always going. I'm from Western Mass. I kept uh, you know when I was growing up, me and my dad would always pick a couple games each year to go cross state and go to Fenway. It was always the highlight of my summer. But it wasn't until I moved to Boston I got a job working at Jerry Remy's Sports Bar and Grill, which is literally you could throw a. a you know, you could throw a baseball from Remy's to Fenway Park. It's right next to it. Uh, but that was where I got my first job in 2010. Uh, worked there for two years. And Marathon Monday was the busiest, craziest, most insane day. It was also the biggest money-making day. I remember uh, as a server, you know, you'd get maybe a good night was like, you know, if you work on a game night, you'd get like 200 bucks, 300 bucks. Marathon Monday, I think I made like 600 bucks, and I always look forward to that. When you're grinding 21-year-old, that would pay for your rent for a full month. So always have fond memories of Marathon Monday, even though it was the hardest and craziest day of the year. But hopefully the rain subsides, and hopefully uh, the Red Sox maybe mount a comeback here. I got no action on the game, but you got to root for the Bees. Uh, we got to root for the Red Sox here on Marathon Monday. But anyway, there's also a really good, um, I'll just throw this at you, there's also a really good Netflix documentary that just came out on the Marathon bombings, which is super intense. And if you were there at the time, and like me, I was living in Somerville at the time, it's going to kind of trigger you. It's going to shock you and bring you back to uh, just that tragic tragic situation, but also the manhunt, fascinating how they caught uh, the, uh, the Marathon bombers. But anyway, if you're looking for a Netflix doc, pretty good one here on Patriots Day. But... With that being said, enough of that. Let's talk about our sweats for today. First one on the board, four bets for me, Major League Baseball, 6.40 p.m. game. I'm going with the Cleveland Guardians, baby. Let's go Guardians. They're on the road at Detroit. Uh, I got the Guardians at minus 125. Uh, Guardians actually open at around minus 115, so they've been steamed up at Detroit, minus 115 to minus 125. They're matching quite a few systems here. Road favorite who made the playoffs versus an opponent who did not. So your favorite expected to win. You made the playoffs. You're probably a good team. Your opponent probably isn't because they missed. They're 34 and 16 this year, 68% with a 9% ROI. You also have a favorite off a loss who made the playoffs. So uh, I actually noticed it was uh, uh, Fade Corbin Day did not did not come through unfortunately yesterday. Corbin's got the last two, so maybe he had enough of everyone ragging on him. But anyway, Cleveland did lose yesterday, but that is a bounce back spot. Favorite off a loss who made the playoffs. Uh, 36 and 23, 61% so far this year. We also have a favorite with Steam. Now, it's better if you're in a non division game. This would be a divisional matchup, but still, if you're a favorite with 10 cents of Steam or more, uh, you are 60% this year. Uh, so, all these would be matching with Cleveland. Uh, they will be pitching Gaddis, 0 and 1, um, 8.53 ERA, not great, versus Boyd, 0 and 1 with an ERA of 4. But let me ask you this from a fishy standpoint if this guy Gaddis, not Evan Gaddis, G A T T I S, remember that, uh, that big burly catcher who didn't wear uh, batting gloves? Um, but this kid Gaddis, uh, he's got an ERA again, 8.53. Why is the line going toward the guy with an ERA of 8.53? That just seems fishy to me. Like Boyd has been better ERA of four. So anytime we've had games, you know, throughout the year, we've already identified this, but when it doesn't make sense, uh, when you're seeing the line go toward the worst quote unquote, worst pitcher on, on paper, that tells me that there's, you know, respected money who actually believes in this starter, or maybe he's, you know, looking for some positive regression. But it, it's always notable to me that when a line goes to a guy with a bad ERA, typically that's kind of pure sharp action in his favor. Uh, also, the bats uh, hitting 239 for Cleveland doesn't seem that great, but only 208 for Detroit. A better team ERA, 4.14 versus 5.87. Also, in terms of the bullpen, here's where a big advantage might come for uh, Cleveland here today. Maybe you got a short hook with Gaddis. 
Um, hopefully pitches well. It doesn't matter. But anyway, last three games, Cleveland bullpen has pitched nine innings. Last three games, Detroit bullpen has pitched 16.1 innings. So almost, you know, a full game there. Uh, almost a full game more of action and tired arms for Detroit, where Cleveland is ready and rested to go. Uh, Cleveland is also seven and three on the road. Uh, Detroit is only two and three at home, and they're five and nine as a dog in run differential. Minus two, Cleveland, not great, slightly below. Uh, you know, under underwater there, but you do have Detroit minus thirty-seven. So we have a fishy favorite here uh, in terms of the bad starter ERA at the line going in his favor. We got a lot of system matches, better bats, better pitching, rested bullpen. And also, favorite low total. Now, this one is 8. It is juiced up at some shops, 8 over, minus 120. Uh, you always got to look at the weather here in Detroit for today. Uh, it's going to be about 40 degrees, actually kind of raw tonight. Right to left winds, uh, right to right to left center, around 15 miles per hour. So, uh, not much in the way of the wind or, you know, directly blowing in or out. But some books were at 8.5 and, and did get down to 8. So, I think maybe 8.5 under was your sharp play there. But now at 8, technically that is a low total. And again, from the Yankee game over the weekend, which the trolls just were, their minds were blown about that. I don't, I'm not really breaking any, any, uh, you know, any secrets there. It's just obvious. Favorite low total, dog high total. I don't, I don't get why that causes so much consternation. But anyway, and the data proves that that's correct. But um, favorite low total again, Cleveland now minus 125. Some books even closer to minus 130. Low total of eight. Fewer amount of expected runs scored. Hopefully coming for or coming from the better team here with Cleveland based on the favorite designation. So give me the uh, to the tribe. Uh, or the Guardians, I should say. Give me Cleveland at minus 125. Next bet for me. Uh, not a huge line move, but I got a lot of system matches. I'm riding the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't know if anyone bet the Rays yesterday. They're pretty sharp with uh, McClanahan on the bump. They had lost the first two games against Toronto. I saw Tampa go from like minus 110 to minus 130, even minus 140. Big steam toward the Rays yesterday. They won 8-1. to one. Uh, But anyway, looking toward today. I like this spot for Tampa as an interleague favorite system match against Cincinnati. So I'm on Tampa Bay. Uh, I got Tampa Bay at minus 145 uh, on the road at Cincinnati. Now, they open around minus 140. Uh, they've gotten steamed up a little bit to minus 145. I saw them reach like minus 150-ish. They've come back down a little bit. So it's not the biggest steam move in the world. Uh, but I got a lot of system matches, as I mentioned. So first one would be interleague favorites, the lack of familiarity, benefiting, quote-unquote, the better team. 37 and 19 this year, 66% with a 9% ROI. Road favorite who made the playoffs opponent didn't. 34 and 16, 68%, 10% ROI this year. Non-division favorite off a win, 63%, 3% ROI. And then classic, you know, non-division favorite with steam and non-division road favorites in general. That's 67%. So a lot of matches here on Tampa Bay. Um, really, but the big one there is the interleague favorite. Uh, again, the lack of familiarity, benefiting, quote unquote, the better team. Uh, but Jalen Beeks is on the bump for Tampa, 0 and 0 with an ERA of three. Hunter Green on the bump for Cincy, 0 and 0, 5.14 ERA. Now I'm going to bank on the bats of Tampa Bay. That's really, I think, where the advantage comes in this one. They're hitting 280, just 253 for Cincinnati. Also, uh, you have Tampa uh, team pitching 2.54 ERA versus a 5.21 for Cincinnati. So much better, uh, much better, um, you know, arms here on the bump. And then also a bullpen, a little bit more rested. Last three games, 12 innings pitched for Tampa versus 15 for Cincinnati. Tampa, by the way, is 14-1 as a favorite. They're 9-1 against right-handed pitching. So, obviously, the way Kevin Cash manages, you know, he really does the matchups and uh, can really put in a you know predominantly you know left-handed lineup there against righties. So, uh, it's kind of an advantage to Cash, the way he can match that up. Uh, and then also Cincinnati, just 3-7 as a dog, kind of struggled uh, in this spot just in general. So, I'm going Tampa Bay. Uh, again, not a huge line move. It ticked up a little bit and then came back down. But now if you're getting around a minus 145 Tampa, 
think it's a good value bet on a good team at a relatively low price in an interleague fave system match. So give me Tampa at minus 145. Uh, next one for you. I'm going to go Atlanta Braves. Give me the Braves. Talked about this one uh, in the Morning Bets pod. Uh, but I'll, I'm on the Braves on the road. Uh, I got a bad number. I got a minus 150. You can probably find a better number here, minus 145-ish uh, across the market. But I'm going to stick with Atlanta in this spot. Uh, so the Braves are 12-4. and four. They've won six straight. They just swept the Royals. Uh, they won 5-4 yesterday as a minus 150-year-old favorite. Pods, 8-9. and nine. They've dropped 3-4 of four against the Brewers. Had a tough series at home. They lost yesterday 1-0 as a minus 170 home favorite. So in this game, Atlanta's going with Max Freed, lefty, coming off the uh, injured list, 0-0 with an ERA of 2.70. He'll be facing Southpaw Ryan Weathers, 1-0 ERA of 2.70. Uh, but this one has been pretty much either staying the same or moving toward Atlanta. So uh, the Braves on the road open up around minus 140. Again, at one point they got steamed up to minus 155. I thought I got a decent minus 150 this morning. But they did tick down a little bit. Still seeing a lot of minus 150s, but I see a few shops now closer to minus 145. Uh, so either way, from open to current, it's still either stay the same or move toward Atlanta. But guys, I've been hammering this, you know, for my breakdowns here. But, you know, when you're betting like the NFL, you know, we had our go-to systems like, you know, divisional dogs or, you know, short dogs with line moves. Like, to me, the the best system that I have in Major League Baseball is this non-division road favorite. Uh, the lack of familiarity, again, benefiting the better team. Don't have to worry about the divisional dogs or the uh, you know familiarity levels of the playing field. But favorites, again, and other people have been asking me, like, you know, why why do you bet a lot of favorites in, in baseball? Like, what's the deal? You're like, you're a contrarian. Shouldn't you be betting all dogs? Well, in theory, that's true. But um, I'm not going to stubbornly do something that over the last few years has completely flipped. Like, when I first started getting into uh, data-driven betting, betting baseball, I would bet a, almost all dogs exclusively from, like, I would say 2010 to like 2017, something like that. But if you look at over the last few years, it's almost like hockey. Chalk has done very, very well. So um, football, dogs are still king just because it's a spread sport. Public still loves favorites. Baseball, it's not as public of a sport, and it's money line. We just care who wins. We don't care who you know covers the number. We're not really betting many run lines here. So that's why I do bet more favorites in baseball because favorites win at a higher rate. I think they're winning... I don't have the exact number ahead of me, but I think they're winning like 64% of the time. Uh, and they've actually been profitable if you've just been betting blindly every favorite. So we want to kind of add more system matches, refine them, really find the best favorites of the day. I want to operate on the premise of, hey, favorites do well. Now let's find the best favorites. That's kind of my approach here. And again, I'm not going to just bet dogs. I'm a contrarian. I have to bet dogs. No, I'm a, I'm a sports better. I want to win. So I'm going to go where the value is and where the data proves are the sharpest bets. So I just wanted to mention that because, again, people are like, why do you bet so many favorites? It's like, well, do you see the do you see the wins that we're posting? Maybe that's the only reason you need, you need to know. Uh, but anyway, that non-division road favorite, that's my best system. 37 and 18, 67%, 12% ROI this year, uh, and that would match with the Atlanta Braves. Non-division favorite off a win, 55 and 32, 63%. And then this one in particular, the Braves against Southpaws. They have really crushed left-handed pitching. Hopefully that continues here tonight. But they're 4-1 so far against lefties this year. They're 41 and 18, 69% against lefties since the start of last year. Uh, and we also have Atlanta, around 70% bets in dollars, so kind of pro and Joe. And again, public's probably saying, you know, Braves are just good, let's just bet the Braves. Whereas pros are saying, hey, that's a pretty decent value play number-wise on Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta has the better bats, hitting 274 versus 231. Better pitching, uh, 3.75 ERA versus 4.21. And run differential, plus 24 for the Braves, minus 2 for San Diego. So I'm going the Bravos here. Uh, give me the Braves on the uh, money line. Again, I got a bad minus 150 for the pod. You're probably looking at around a minus 145 now. Uh, and then the last bet, 
of the night uh, after uh, after we talked about our first couple. I'm going to go with the Chicago Cubbies. Give me the Cubs. Now, this one's ticked back a little bit as well. But, again, I'm going to still lean on this interleague favorite system match. So, give me the Cubs. Uh, I got the Cubs this morning at, I want to say, minus 140. Uh, you can now shop around get them around, I see, like, a, as low as a minus 135. So, uh, again, try to find the best number no matter what you're going to do, no matter what sport or bet type you're, you're betting. Always get uh, look toward the best number so that you can maximize your payout and minimize your risk. But, anyway, still going Cubbies here. Uh, Cubbies will uh, are pitching uh, Wesneski, Jaden Wesneski, 0-0, 7.50 ERA versus Kyle Muller, 0-0 with a 5.52 ERA. The Cubs are 8-6. They won 2-3 or at the Dodgers. They just won 3-2 sun- on Sunday as a plus-195 road dog. Pretty good payout if you bet that. Uh, the Athletics, 3-13. They have really struggled here. Worst team in baseball as they sold off all their good players. They lost uh, and just got swept by the Mets 4-3 yesterday, plus-140 home dog. Uh, now what we've seen is uh, some line movement toward the Cubbies. You know, they opened as low as minus 130. At one point, they got as high as minus 140, minus 145. Again, now they're down a little bit uh, closer toward minus 135-ish. Uh, but as I mentioned, I'm going to stick with my system match here. Um, interleague favorites, 37-19, and 19, 66%. Cubs have the better offense, 274 versus 235. Better pitching, 3.58 ERA versus 7.60. Uh, the more rested bullpen. Nine innings pitched over the last three games versus 12.1 for Oakland. Cubs 4-2 as a favorite, 3-2 on the road. The A's are just 3-13 as a dog, 2-7 at home. They're plus 16. Uh, the Cubbies in run differential. Oakland is minus 63, the worst in Major League Baseball. But a lot of those non-division, interleague fave system matches with the Cubbies. So I'm sticking with the Cubs. Uh, I got the Cubs at a bad minus 140. Now you're looking at around a minus 135. But four bets tonight, guys. All not that big numbers, no, not no no minus two hundreds or anything. So hopefully we can get three or more of these. Give me Cleveland, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and the Chicago Cubbies. Four sweats here in Major League Baseball. Uh, but that about does it for the first half of the pod, guys. We got more to get to. Gonna take a very very short break. When we get back, I'm gonna give you two plays in the Stanley Cup playoffs tonight. I cannot wait to sweat uh, my Boston Bruins. Hopefully to win the damn cup. I got a plus four fifty when the Encore opened in Boston. And now I'm looking, I think they're plus, or maybe the Celtics I was looking at. I got the Celtics at, I think the Celtics are now down to plus 350 because I think Giannis got hurt. And I got the Celtics, I think, at plus 450. But anyway, Bruins Celtics, I need one of those tickets to cash. Uh, but we will talk two NHL bets uh, for tonight, as well as two MLB futures, data-driven futures that you might want to get down on and get a plus money number before this thing flips over to a minus number. But don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong in episode 809 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind in the arena with every single day, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. We'll be talking NHL uh, bets and uh, some MLB futures when we return on today's pod. So don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong after the break. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. 
until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The return of Major League Baseball is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Episode 809, getting back into the swing of things for the Market Insights pod on a big Monday. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Uh, I had a pretty good uh, weekend here sweating baseball. How about 4-0 with the Sharp Report, baby? Tough weekend for the Trolls, man. Very tough weekend for the Trolls. Cleveland, Miami on Saturday. Philly, New York on Sunday. Uh, I love waking up every day and sweating Major League Baseball. To me, once you get into the routine, and it's six straight months of 15 games a day, looking at the overnight lines, getting your system matches, looking at uh, the steam and the pro moves and percentages, to me, there's not really nothing better. Obviously, March Madness, Super Bowl, there's other bigger betting events, bowl games. Uh, there's something about the routine of baseball every day. Grinding. For the grinders, it's, it's the best sport to get down on. Uh, but anyway, we started the pod. With a four-pack in baseball, I'm on Cleveland, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and the Chicago Cubs. Now let's go over to the NHL because we have the NHL postseason starting tonight. And again, uh, I don't care what you think. The, the, the true answer of what the best postseason sport is, it's hockey. The intensity is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, but I did want to give to you a little bit of an edge. And uh, this one was kind of interesting to me because, you know, it kind of is right up our wheelhouse in terms of how we approached, you know, just regular betting in the NHL, but it really almost gets, you know, like basically chalk on steroids when it comes to uh, a lot of the uh, NFL postseason or the NHL postseason play. So here is the angle here, and then I'm going to give you my two plays. The angle uh, are chalk favorites in the uh, in the NHL playoffs. Now, if you look at just partic- in particular last year, uh, favorites last year in the NHL playoffs, they were 59 and 30, 66 percent. That is a 9%, almost 10% ROI, almost 10 units won. So, favorites have done well. But here's where it gets good. Uh, playoff home favorites uh, over the last two years. Uh, they are 49 and uh, 43 and 19, 69%, 15% ROI, uh, almost 12 units won. So, whole point being, you know, the important thing to me when you're getting into the playoffs is that, you know, you have good teams, good coaches, good players, all that. But the angle here, you know, when you look at these chalk teams and these home favorites in particular, that's the angle. 
the whole point is it's not really the crowd, you know, like you, like you, you go to a Bruins game time, which by the way, I looked at tickets and the, the worst nosebleeds are like 300 bucks. So uh, maybe me and the fiance will find one game we can go to hopefully below $300. But anyway, uh, it's not really the crowd that gives you the juice. And obviously it plays a role and the players will tell you, you know, the feed off the energy of the crowd, yada, yada, yada. But it's really getting the last ice change. That's the big advantage when it comes to hockey and really in the playoffs. Because when you're a coach, if you're at home, you get to get the last ice change. That means you get to see who jumps over the boards for your opposing team. And then you get to say, you know, hey, I want to put my best defensive pair out there or my best, you know, checking line. So the way a good coach can match up is a big advantage. Like if uh, for the Bruins, uh, I'll give you an example here tonight. You know, the Bruins uh, see the, uh, you know, the Barkov line or the, the Matthew Kachuk line come out. Boom. They can put their best defensive pair. They can put their best checking line. So that's really where when you get to these NHL playoff games where that home favorite edge really comes to play, getting that last ice change. It just allows you to match up uh, better against the competition. So that's the angle. Home favorites in the NHL playoffs last year. Again, 43-19, and 19, 69%. They've been good for going on three or four years now at this point. Um, so with that being said, I got a couple home favorites for you tonight. Number one, I'm sweating the Boston Bruins. Let's go, bees. We want the damn cup. I'm on the Bruins here. I got the Bruins at minus 205. Again, big number here. Uh, we did see some books creep up even higher. I see like a minus 220 out there. So as always, shop for the best line. Uh, but hopefully you can find something just around 200. But the biggest angle is there. Playoff fave 66% last year. Playoff home fave 69%. Matches with the Bruins. Uh, you have a big layoff here. So Bruins, hopefully Bergeron plays. I saw he had a random like illness or something. So hopefully he's good to go. Uh, but anyway, big uh, layoff here. The Bruins, and same thing with Florida. They haven't played either since the 13th. So they both teams have been off. Uh, four days, but a lot of system matches will, will be rested uh, home favorites here. You know, basically getting that extra rest, excuse me, all things being equal benefits, quote unquote, the better team. So Bruins have been great in this spot all year long. I always mention this cause it's just mind blowing, but 62, 12 and five, they set the record for the best regular season. If you're living under a rock and didn't know, but if you had bet a hundred bucks on every Bruins game, you'd be up $2,000 so far this year. Uh, but in particular, the Bruins 57 and 12 is a favorite. They're 34, four and three at home. Florida is just seven and nine as a dog, 19, 19 and three on the road. And I know, I think there's a big advantage goaltending here. You know, it's probably going to be Olmark. I would imagine tonight. I don't know if they've uh, officially said that obviously Swayman's been good too. Olmark looked like he got a little bit hurt. Maybe it wasn't a big deal, but either way, Bruins goaltending against Alex Lyon, who his numbers aren't great. He actually played pretty well down the stretch, but this is a 30 year old journeyman goaltender, you know, going up in the Stanley cup playoffs against the best team, statistically speaking in history, I don't know if they're quite as good as the 77 Canadians who had nine hall of famers, but whole point being, I think it's a big advantage for Olmark in the bees and net over this kid lion. Um, you also have uh, Bruins in this spot, better offense, 3.7 goals game versus 3.5 for uh, Florida, much better defense, 2.2 goals per game allowed versus 3.3 uh, penalty kill. Both their power plays are about the same 22%, but PK 87% for the bees, 76% for Florida. And also the Bruins are getting healthier here. I know Bergeron, a little bit of a concern. Uh, you're getting Derek Forbert back. I think Nick Felino should be back here tonight. Uh, so with home, with favorites and home favorites, chalk home favorites doing so well historically and uh, Bruins in a good, you know, rested spot here is a good angle to me to sweat the Boston Bruins. So I'm laying it with the bees. Got the bees at minus two Oh five. Again, always a bet Trish versus bet to win. I'm not risking two units to win one to win one unit. Every play is risking one unit in this case, trying to get a little less than a half unit or basically a half unit back here. Uh, next bet for me, I'm taking a shot on the oil. Let's drill for drill for oil here. I'm Daniel Plainview. 
I, I drink from your milkshake. Uh, but give me Edmonton in this spot. Uh, I like this play toward the Oilers. A uh, couple reasons like the oil. Again, same thing here with this uh, favorite home favorite system match. But this is really your biggest steam move of the day. The Oilers opened at home against the Kings as low as a minus 170 home favorite. I got them minus 190 this morning on the Morning Bets pod. Now they're all the way up to my, some books minus 200. So the sign continues to creep up toward Edmonton. Again, home favorite 69% so far this year. Uh, Edmonton is a big minus 260 favorite to win the series. Kings are plus 210. Uh, but Edmonton just playing great hockey. They've won nine straight. They're 14 and one their last five. Uh, about 85% bets, 90% money. Again, don't really worry too much about contrarian in, in hockey. You just don't have enough public betting. That tells me a preponderance of just kind of overall respected money, leaning with Edmonton, causing this big steam move in their favor, minus 170 to minus 190. Um, also offensively, obviously with McDavid, four goals per game versus 3.3. Uh, both are giving up around uh, 3.1 goals per game. But power play, big advantage here with McDavid, 32%. Versus 25%, Edmonton is 20 is 36 and 23 as a favorite. They're 23, 12 and six at home. So I like this big line move here toward uh, toward Edmonton, and we do have this angle, this big favorite system match with these home favorites in the uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So give me the oil. Got the oil at minus 190. Pretty soon this thing probably getting up to 200. So let's go Bruins and let's go oil. My two bets here tonight in the NHL playoffs. Now to finish up the pod, you know I always like to give you some. Uh, you know, some futures here, some bankroll builders, as I like to call them. You know, we all want to win our bets tonight, but if we win our bets, uh, you know, six months from now, that's fine too. It's still a winner. Uh, and obviously we had a great uh, futures uh, portfolio here for NHL bets on our uh, points totals, 4-1, and one, and a lot of our, um, I think we almost hit all of them except Carlson uh, for defenseman or Cal McCarr with all of our awards there for the NHL. But anyway, I got a fresh batch of data from my buddy John Ewing at BetMGM, and a couple MLB futures jumped out to me. So uh, one... It's chalky. I'm going with Shohei Otani to win the AL MVP. Now, it seems obvious. Obviously, you know, the guy's incredible. Uh, he's hitting 288, three home runs, nine RBIs. Uh, but pitching has been more impressive. 2-0 and with an ERA of 0.47. So, guy's unbelievable, as we all know. But then I look at the data, and I'm looking at the trend line, and I have deja vu. This is reminding me a lot of Connor McDavid. Now, if you remember, Connor McDavid, uh, we got him at plus 125 to win the MVP. Uh, and he closed, I think, like minus 10,000 or some ridiculous number. He's going to obviously blow it out of the water here. But there was a point in time, and almost in a way, kind of like the Bryce Young, where it's like, hey, you know, Young and Stroud, what was it Wednesday? As we mentioned, they were minus 115. It's like, here's your last chance to get Bryce Young at a bettable, bettable number. Uh, felt the same thing with Connor McDavid, that plus 125. That was your last chance bettable number. Well, it feels kind of like right now might be your last bettable number to back Shohei Otani. Now, Otani opened as a plus 200 favorite to win the MVP. Uh, last week, he got down to plus 180, and now he's plus 125. So the trend line is this line moving toward Otani. You know, open 200, now you're plus 125. The way it's going, if he continues to have this incredible year, and the other thing is, he's in a contract year. He's going to be a free agent. Now, obviously, we saw with uh, Aaron Judge, you know, setting the, all these records and, you know, uh, fighting Roger Maris for history. You know, contract year, you want to have a good year. And again, he started off great in the WBC. So I think there's an added motivation for Otani to put up some huge numbers and sign maybe the biggest contract in baseball history or sports history. Uh, probably, you know, 13 years at $700 million or whatever it's going to be. Uh, but anyway, the trend line is going toward Otani as maybe a minus number before you know it. So if I'm still getting plus 125, that's a pretty good value play. And then also, again, I always got to stay true to the data. Uh, he's getting 13% of tickets. That's the most of any player 
and he's getting 24% of the money. Uh, that is the most of any player as well. So he's got about a plus 10% smart money discrepancy, bets and dollars. Um, the next highest guy in terms of handle is actually Adley Rushman. He's plus 1,200, getting 10% bets, 15% money. But Otani's the only guy with over 10% tickets and over 20% uh, or even over 15% in terms of the handle. So we have kind of what we always like to look for. Uh, low bets, higher dollars, line move, and hopefully getting a good number before it moves too much. So, uh, again, it, this feels to me like Eddie McDavid at plus 125 uh, early in the year before the line got out of hand. I feel the same thing here. So give me Otani, plus 125, a little bit of plus money. I know it's not the you know biggest payout in the world, uh, but he only opened plus 200, so it doesn't move that much. And I expect it to move uh, pretty quickly here over the course of the summer. So give me Otani, plus 125, MVP. And then the other one that I'm looking at, I was looking at Cy Young. I was looking at, you know, all these other awards. Nothing really popped out to me. But one thing jumped out to me with the NL Rookie of the Year. Uh, I'm going with Corbin Carroll. Give me Corbin Carroll. I'm going to take a flyer on Corbin Carroll. Now, he opened as the favorite, plus 400. Uh, he is now down to plus 300. So the other thing here when I'm looking at line movement, it's like, okay, I'm not getting the best number. But, you know, we've had, you know, a couple weeks here of a sample size. And, you know, watch these players, see how they perform. More bets come in. You have, like, more data to go off of, uh, which is, you know, gift and a curse. You want to get the better number, but also, you know, you want to see evidence of respected money so we can make sure we're on the sharp side. But anyway, Corbin Carroll, plus 300. That's going to be my bet for Rookie of the Year. Uh, I was reading up on this kid because I remember he signed a huge deal uh, at the beginning of the year. Uh, eight years, $111 million, a kid who, you know, really hasn't played at all a cup of coffee in the uh, MLB last year. He was a first-round pick. I was actually looking, you know, as the the loser that I am, I, I like to look at some, like, uh, you know, st star-studded rookies and everything and look at kind of their baseball reference, how they've done at different levels. At every level, this this guy hits, like, 350. It's unbelievable. So, uh, so far this year, he's hitting 288 for the D-backs, four home runs, eight RBIs. Um, it's not just the line move plus 400 down to 300. Um, and obviously the money that Arizona gave to him having not really proven yourself tells you how good they think he's going to be, but it's also the percentages, uh, 28% of bets on Carroll. Uh, he's taking in 31% of the money. So the only other guy close would be Jordan Walker. He's getting 20% bets, 27% money. Uh, but he was plus 900 down to plus 500. So Walker actually has some decent numbers here. Uh, but I'm going Corbin Carroll. Again, guys hit everywhere that he's gone to. We got the big money, which tells you the the deep actually believe in him. And we have a line move, low bets, higher dollars. He's getting the most tickets and most handle. Uh, so I'm putting in Corbin Carroll right now at plus 300, along with Otani at plus 125 for the MVP uh, and the NL Rookie of the Year. So just a just a couple uh, futures bets here to wet your whistle uh, in Major League Baseball. Uh, but that about does it for today's Veasan Market Insights Podcast, episode 809. On a big, uh, big marathon Monday here to start our week. But a reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod or the Morning Bets pod or the Sharp Reports that I write, uh, or you want to uh, show me some support against the never-ending battle uh, versus the trolls, uh, and you want to uh, let me know that you uh, appreciate the hard work that I put in grinding in the arena, uh, and really you just maybe want to learn more about betting or uh, just support the team. Either way, there's one thing that I ask of you. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. That's my book. Buy it, pick up a copy, get one for you or for a friend, or buy one for a troll, uh, for a troll out there. It'll be when they pop up under the bridge, get, give them the book, they'll go right back down and they'll hopefully start reading. Uh, but anyway, the uh, everything guide to sports betting has got everything I've learned in the sports betting industry, having started as a you know novice, number one average Joe better, and then uh, learning some things along the way, working for a sports analytics company, and then working for Visa now. 
everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you want to pick one up, it'll really make my day if you already have. Thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, breaking hailing records every day in the great state of New York, or of course getting down legally, I might add legally of course, uh, in the great the great commonwealth uh, of the Dunkin' Donuts country here in Massachusetts where uh, we like to sweat games at the Encore uh, in Boston, or of course Plain Ridge Park Casino or MGM Springfield. Or out in the desert, where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point. Or Stadium Swim, with a pina colada in one hand and a sharp contrarian bet in the other, sweating with Stormy and the crew, uh, getting a victory burger at the end of the night, or the Mandalay Bay, or the Superbook, my two other favorite books, anytime I have the privilege of visiting Las Vegas. Uh, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me a 4-0 sharp report over the weekend, baby. Show me a Cleveland ticket, Miami ticket from Saturday. Show me a Phillies ticket, New York Yankees favorite low total ticket. Uh, yesterday, guys, guess what? First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. So enjoy the MLB sweats and enjoy the return of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, the most intense postseason uh, of any of any sport. Cannot wait to sweat the bees in the oil tonight. Uh, let's have a night, guys. Let's start our week off on the right foot. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game. And are we going to win every bet we make? Of course not. Betting is hard, as we all know by now. Uh, but if we can find that sweet spot, find the games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors long term. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great marathon Monday. Uh, good luck. Cash your bets. And uh, as always, do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great Monday, everyone. I'll see you tonight. I'll be actually jumping on primetime bets with Tim Murray and Sean King uh, around 8 o'clock tonight if you want some updates on the late games. Also, the NBA games. I didn't really hit on those. I uh, didn't see too much either way. The only thing I noticed was, uh, boy, Sharp seemed to like that net 76ers under. It opened like 215. It's down to 213 now. Uh, I have seen some movement toward the Warriors as well. But those are later games. Probably give you an update there tonight on primetime bets. But enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great day. Good luck. And as always, uh, keep, keep on cashing. Good luck, everybody. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.